Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday, we begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. And the Music of America podcast continues. We're in Orlando. No, we're not in Disney, boys and girls. We're with a band called the Darling Dead. And we're going to talk with BK and Clutch in just a moment. But I want to talk about something first. You know, years ago, I got into an accident at work where I ended up spending an entire month on my stomach while my back wounds healed. I scalded and severely burned my lower back. About two weeks into my healing, I realized I hadn't had a cigarette in two weeks, so I quit smoking. Now, that worked for me. I don't suggest it for anyone else. Thank goodness, now we have a company called Laser Therapy South, and they're located just outside Fort Lauderdale. Since 2003, Laser Therapy South has helped thousands of people quit smoking, reduce stress, and alleviate chronic and acute pain. Laser Therapy South has developed its own unique approach to tackle both physiological, and habitual components of addiction to help you achieve total success. Laser therapy. It's an acupuncture-based treatment that originated in Europe and in Canada about 25 years ago. Your success is measured immediately. Laser therapy is instantaneous. Your treatment date is your quit date. The laser is a cold or therapeutic laser. It doesn't produce heat, doesn't cut tissue, where most clients report more like a feeling of kind of like a having a massage after treatment. Really cool. Laser Therapy South, www.lasertherapysouth.com, where all your questions will be answered. Check them out if you want to quit smoking, where being a quitter is a good thing. www.lasertherapysouth. Darling Dead, BK Mitternacht, right? Yep, Mitternacht. Mitternacht. <laughs> and and clutch which is just clutch you know it's a it's you're representing the band uh BG, bk you're the lead vocalist and clutch your guitar yep that's correct and who's not with us tonight so we've got uh is he dead still he's uh our other guitar player and johnny astro is our bass player and uh ava basang is uh on synth we actually are looking for a permanent drummer right now so you don't have a drummer that was interesting yep not at the moment because drums are such a part of the music that you sent me oh yeah 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 well i mean th those all those tracks were they were they were uh play with our former drummers <laughs> okay 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 well we, we can we can just say that or we can say they were gb'd in garage band you know <laughs> <laughs> So tell us about Darling Dead. Did I say Daring Dead? I don't think so. I thought I said Darling Dead. Okay, because it, it just, you know, when you get to be my age, you know, you start yeah. to say things. <laughs> so Darling Dead, uh, we asked, or we talked about this a moment ago. Uh, Clutch, what is Darling Dead's music genre? How would you define your uh, uh Gothic industrial metal. Uh, you know, we... We have some uh, heavier, fast stuff, uh, also more doomy, you know, slower, haunting stuff. You know, we have a song called Haunted Down, you know, that uh, very kind of moody. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, they, they fluctuate, but yeah, I mean, metal, industrial, goth, 
is is pretty standard through the whole through the whole library. So yeah, BK, who writes the music, or do you guys all kind of write it together? Yeah, it's it's kind of a a, a mixture. Um, the, the uh, Johnny, the bass player, and I are, are we're the only original members left. Uh-huh. So because what the band's originally from Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Um, and um, so but yeah, at this point, like everybody uh you know is involved with it like some somebody will bring in like the main idea of a song or whatever and then we'll play with it and add extra parts and and all that but yeah everybody's you know people are everybody's well sort of everybody's bringing in things but we we end up like collaborating with this and that when when the songs come so your style of music is more music driven than lyric driven except the message of your music is is pretty dark and pretty heavy Mm -hmm. so but it's delivered in such a way with that heavier sound. So when you guys are writing, does somebody come up with a concept of an idea of a song or does somebody come up with like, so yesterday I woke up and I had this in my head. How does that work? How's your songwriting process work? Um, I think it, it honestly varies a little bit and it depends on, on an individual person. Like everybody's probably got their approach when they, they bring in the, the main component of a song. Uh-huh. Um, like if I speaking for myself, if, if I, um, if I have a, a musical idea, like sometimes I'll just like, uh, record me making noise with my voice and save it so I can come back to it later and, and try and, you know, work it out. Um, yeah. when I, if I write lyrics for a song, whether it's a song that I wrote music for or somebody else did, whatever, I, I usually um, sit with it and, um, you know, whatever whatever the feel is. I I usually, if I write lyrics, I, I don't necessarily come into it with some pre-planned idea. Like whatever it makes, you know, inspires me to do it or whatever. Then I, I just write whatever whatever subject matter that, that is. Um, so that's kind of speaking for myself. I, I, I know like... Uh, you know, Clutch can say what he does, yeah. but like with, 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 I know what Johnny, when he writes songs, he writes lyrics first and then tries to apply lyrics to music. Okay. Clutch, do you, uh, how yeah, do you uh, songwriting? well, it's, uh, it's kind of different. Like if I'm just writing something for myself, just trying to come up with ideas, like, I don't know, you know, I might hear a beat or something and, you know, things just start to happen. But, uh, like some of the new stuff that we've been writing here, you know, like Johnny, came up with kind of a synth uh, melody and then I think Brandy added lyrics to it, you know, so then I take that and then, you know, I think it sounds awesome, you know, and so I'll just start kind of playing with it and just start adding some guitar to it, you know, and, and maybe editing it a little bit and then we'll just pass it back and forth and say, what do you think about that? Is that cool? How about that? And, you know, there's other things where I, I have songs that I've recorded on my own and I've let Brandy listen to it. It's like, that's pretty cool. So then kind of the same thing. We take that and then we just, kind of shift things around to, to match, uh, you know, whatever we all think sounds good, you know, so. See, I've not played in a band that does this type of music. I've jammed with musicians that play this type of music, you know, like I'll sit in with a song or two because I'm not that good. You know, I, 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 admittedly, I, I own guitars. I play guitar, but I'm not a guitar player. All right. That's, that's my big difference, uh, differential. But it's still fun, and and something about your music really captivated me, and and it it took me back to my days when I was a kid when I listened to I listened to Black Sabbath, I listened to Steppenwolf, 
uh, Steppenwolf, you know, and then I remember the Monster album and had a song called The Pusher that was about 17 or 21 minutes long. And it just, it was great music for me back then. So you guys kind of teleported me back then with the feel of your music, although your music is much harsher, it's much heavier than, you know, the metal that we grew up with. For for, for me, at least, you know, and I'm kind of the new guy, you know, I've, I've been in the band, I guess, over a year now, but but uh, just listening to Darling Dead initially, you know, I, I come I come from like a simple kind of idea as well. Like you just take Rammstein or something. I mean, those songs are very simple to play. You know, there's not there's not some crazy stuff going on like Tool or anything like that where it's, you know, they're dealing with all these crazy time signatures. But to me and my philosophy has always been it's, it's I think, simple but effective. You know, it doesn't have to be some crazy, you know, a lead guitar or something like that for me you know to me it's it's about the feel of the song and and again when i first heard darling dead and then and then joined you know that's what i really liked about it is that there were just these very simple but the fact i mean so so it's simple but i mean there, there are some very tricky spots too but i mean for the most part it's just that unrelenting kind of beat and rhythm that that just you know just makes you takes you to another place you know so it really did it really yeah. did and, and again like i said uh, i'm not i'm not one to sit down and listen to industrial rock or uh, my next door neighbor for example when i was in st louis my next door neighbor was a big icp guy okay mm -hmm. and and they did you know they did the whole thing they would go and do it and then another guy that, that uh was at our youth ministry at our church was with a band called strict nine hollow and their lead guitarist, man, her hair was like all the way down to her ass, you know, and yeah, yeah. the the head twirl and and the show was cool, but the music was was so good yeah. and it's so tight. And when I can get myself, because I'm an old guy, when I can get myself past those barriers of what I think about what music is, and I open myself up to the music that you guys deliver, it's really good. It's really, really good. And, uh, well, the song that really got me was this, the last song we're going to play today is Bats. But uh, all of them really got me going because Bats and Flowers from Mars were similar to me, I think, but different enough. But the first one we're going to talk about, and I can't say it, but we're, we're just going to go effing destroyed. <laughs> and we talked about this beforehand. I mean, we're, we're going to put a, a disclaimer on the show because of the name of the song and the lyrics in the song. We have to do that with other types of music too. But that particular song, when it first hit me, I was like, oh, whoa. And the more I listened to it, it was more like, whoa. <laughs> you know, like you get hit with that, 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 that punch. And then you get into it and you listen to it. It's really well done. And I, I got to give compliments to, to Brandy and, and Johnny for, you know, the stuff that was written before, before I got here, you know, it's, it, it's kind of like one of those movies you watch, you know, the more you watch it or listen to it, you know, the more little things you pick up. And you know, I was like, Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't hear that lyric before, but that's really cool. How, how he did that, you know? So it's, it's cool. With this type of music, I'm more into the music than the lyrics and other types of music. I'm more yeah. like country music. I'm really into the lyrics more than the music. Mm -hmm. This really, I was into the mu music. And and what you just said, Clutch, is exactly it. I I've listened to the song, the songs rather, about about four times. Yeah. And I've yet to really 
study the lyrics yet. I'm just really following the intricacies. Well, that's a whole other part because same here. Like I'll, I'll get kind of focused on learning the guitar and I'm just focused on that. But then again, after you listen to it over and over and over, I can you know really pick up on, on what Brandy's doing. And it's yeah. it just makes it, it adds so much more depth to, to the whole thing, you know, and it's like, it's not, I always like to, my, my big complaint, I always like to call it I, you music where like the lyrics are just, I hate you, you hate me. You know, it's all, it's always I, you, I, you. And <laughs> not quite Sesame street or Barney. Yeah, no. It's just that simple, just the same kind of shit over and over. But, yeah. but with, uh, with the stuff that Brandy and Johnny have done, you know, it's, they're, they're thought provoking, you know, it's, it's, yeah. you know, you can tell there's a lot of thought behind what's being said there. And it's not just your standard, you know, shallow, you know, ballad of whatever, you know? So. When I hear your type of music, Brandy, uh, Brandy BK, I, I've been calling you BK, but uh, clutch keeps calling you Brandy. So I guess it's okay to call you Brandy, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I keep thinking of the story about the band extreme. And they did a pretty heavy sound and their producer came to, or their, their, their label came to him and said, yeah, but can you do a ballad? And they came out with one of the most beautiful ballads ever written in the, in the eighties or nineties or whenever they came out called uh, more than words, just beautiful harmonies and an acoustic guitar. And are, are you familiar with that song? Yeah. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. Do you guys, uh, when you approach a song like F and destroyed, do you know how you're going to deliver that? Well, you wrote it with Johnny, right? Yeah. So you already knew how you were going to deliver that song, right? Yeah. Well, when it he he wrote he actually wrote the lyrics for that. Oh, really? So, like, okay. I, so I I took it and you know tried to come up with the, the vocal delivery and you know I I played with it a little bit. It's it's funny because I I just watched a video of the first time that we ever played that live. Yeah. And um, it was a brand new song at the time, and it I did it a little bit differently. I didn't remember that, but I but I I watched it and I was like, oh yeah, I was doing that then. So yeah, <laughs> I usually I you know I just take it and try and 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 roll with it, make it make it work in a way that I think it's going to be the the best thing. Sometimes I I whatever I'm doing initially, I will tweak you know a, a bit and, and alter it a little bit. But um, but yeah, I was I when we played it live, I did it in a higher type voice. than High register. Yeah. Theme. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're going to play a song and I can't say the name of it. So we're going to call it F and destroyed and let your imaginations run wild on that one. But it's F and destroyed and our guest darling dead from Orlando, Florida. <laughs> Yeah. 
F and Destroy. Our guest today from Orlando, Florida, the darling dead. How about that? Discover your celebrity at the newest, hottest, most interesting and fun live music show to hit the scene in 50 years. It's called Flash Jam. Whether you perform live music or enjoy watching live music, Flash Jam has something for everyone. Flash Jam is a dynamic way for musicians to come together, perform, and compete for recognition and rewards. Whether you're new to the stage or an experienced musician, Flash Jam provides an exciting platform to collaborate and showcase your talents. Musicians perform hit songs with other random musicians who share a passion for the same song. Existing bands are featured performing iconic songs to display new and emerging local talents. And then the, the audience, the music patrons, participate by voting for their favorite musical combinations. And it's all there at Flash Jam. Flashjam.com, coming to a market near you. Welcome to the show. Now, this is audio only, guys. We're with, with Clutch and BK or, or Brandy from darling dead this is an audio only show people don't know that you guys are in makeup so talk talk to me about makeup and how that plays a part of your show so we're we're definitely a, a visual band i mean it the whole thing when the band formed originally it, it was all about trying to put on a show not because i i personally don't like if, if i go see a band live and it, and it looks like the people in the band like they glue their feet to the floor yeah and don't yeah, do anything. yeah i don't i don't like that it bores me so it, um and like honestly i i feel like if i if i just want to hear like a song i can listen to the song at home so that there's a big piece it's like boy you know, no kidding that that yeah. is so crystal yeah if i want to hear that i'll just stay at home and put it on the radio yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so um so that's a big thing we're, we're trying to the I, I think that us as a, as a band, there's like a, a, a kind of a, a full spectrum component to what we do. Yeah. The visual aspect is a very important piece of, of the puzzle of, of what we do. So yeah, and we're, and we're trying to, uh, you know, we're in the process of experimenting with different things, you know, like ultimately we'd like to incorporate, um, you know, back project rear projections and stuff, you know, and have, have visuals play. I, I always, I always go back to one of my favorite, shows to watch is uh ministry in case you didn't feel like showing up uh, i'm not sure if you're familiar with that but uh, they had a the big stage show you know and they always had you know back in the 90s you know they had these big projections behind the band you know playing just kind of most most of it was kind of random imagery just kind of created this a theme yeah. or a, a a a vibe you know for that particular song so hopefully one day we uh we get to that so yeah back in the mid 70s there was a guy named gary right that had a song called Dreamweaver. that was one of his big hits i was working at a radio station in joplin missouri and we got to see gary wright with ario speedwagon this is the early early days of rear projection and so he's doing like these mellow love songs and there's in the background these gigantic screen tv that's showing like him walking in a meadow and flowers like Dreamweaver just fits so well and uh, yeah yeah, it made me puke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, again, it's like to, to what Brandy was saying, it's it's you know, when you're doing a live performance, it's it's more than just music. You know, you want to create an environment, you know, you want to create 
a show, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and and create this sense of vibe, you know, that, that you know, it, it just helps you take the audience where you want to take them, you know, and, and opens different doors for them to, to walk through and, and you create that scene and, and try to, you know, hopefully it sounds good to everybody and everybody follows along. But yeah. That's so interesting, Clutch. I never thought of that, but uh, it's like, come to our show, but we're going to guide you yeah. to what we want you to see. And you can do that with visuals, yeah. not just music. That's yeah. that's awesome. Well, you look at look at Tool, you know, I mean, it's, I know Tool gets thrown around a lot, but I mean, just use that as an example because everybody knows. I mean, you look at their stage shows, you know, it's 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 all the lights, the projections, the videos and all that, you know, it all kind of comes together to, you know, it's like watching a movie almost at that point, yeah. you know, so. So the, the next song we're going to talk about, Flowers and Mars, and it's such an interesting concept. If you close your eyes and think of flowers, think of Mars, I don't see those two coexisting. So tell me how that came about. That's a pretty cool concept. Yeah, that's another one that um, Johnny wrote the lyrics for that. And it's uh, it's a lot. It's He's, he's kind of, uh, he uses a lot of metaphors in it. But he, it's it's sort of uh, uh, an observing social commentary type song uh, is where he was going with it. But yep. uh, yeah, he's, he goes very metaphoric with with trying to present it, the story. So you brought Johnny up a couple of times and you and Johnny were the original members, I think you said, right? Yeah, that's right. So you guys were together in L.A. Who were you then? Were you even were you Darling Dead in L.A.? Yeah, yeah. We actually formed, formed, and um, we split up. Him and I played in another band together, uh-huh. and then we reformed Darling Dead. Has it always been a heavy band, or did you do uh, blues? Did you do covers? No, it, it's always been heavier. Like we, we were in the early days. We weren't exactly in the same territory that we are now. Yeah, um, but it's it's always been you know more he- heavy rock music. How about you, Clutch? What, uh, what, what's your musical background that brought you to this? Like, what's the the evolution of who you are musically that brought you to where you are with Darling Dead? Uh, well, I mean, as a guitar player, it, it kind of goes along with you know, pretty standard for every guitar player out there. I started. I, I wanted to play Metallica, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> I was really into Metallica about you know twenty twenty five years ago, and uh, you know that all, all I wanted to do was just play a couple songs then then for the longest time i i didn't really take it seriously i would you know i'd have a few drinks and then start you know beating on the thing i mean i could always i could always just kind of riff and just just have fun you know yeah but it wasn't till maybe seven years ago or so where i started to really take it serious and started actually writing music and and you know trying to learn learn how structures of songs worked and, and you know try to try to put my own thing together for a long time but but man, you'd be amazed at how hard it is to get just four people in the same room at the same time. You know? yeah. So, so um, I, yeah, I was on a five piece. I get it. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, we always call it a a polyjamorous kind of relationship, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then uh, yeah, like I said, I was trying to do my own thing, have my own projects going on, and um, you know, I always kept options open. I'd always check Craigslist and the internet, just you know, just to just to see different things, and then. Yeah, then I came across Darling Dead that they needed a guitarist, and I listened to their stuff, and I was like, well, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Were you, were so, you always drawn to this type of music? Yeah, yeah, I've always done real. You know, I mean, because Metallica, you brought up Metallica. Metallica's heavy, but they're not this heavy. No, no, yeah. I, I, I'm just saying that's where everybody starts. You know, every yeah, every, yeah. Okay. every guitar player is like, "How did you start?" Oh, I like Metallica. You know, that's that's kind of a joke, but but yeah, I've always I've always loved. I mean, Ministry is Ministry and Rammstein are my big ones. You know, that really influenced me, and yeah, you know, just just uh, yeah, just seeing how hard you can take it without it getting too muddy you know but that's what i love about darling dead you know it's 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 always like we talk about those heavy effective rhythms and beats you know that mm-hmm. if it's the first time or the hundredth time you've heard it you know you can you can have a similar experience you know you you don't you know nothing's gonna go to catch you off guard and you know you it's it's you know anybody can like that's listening to it can can understand what's what's what what we're doing so so brandy i'm i'm a front man i'm a vocalist that plays guitar. I'm not a guitar player. And when you get a song like flowers and Mars or flowers from Mars or bats or F and destroyed or whatever, if you didn't write it, how do you make it yours? What do you do as a vocalist, as a frontman, as a singer, what do you do to own that? Um, well, honestly, like every song that we have, yeah. I, I'm the one that, that, creates all the vocal parts for it so like that that part is it's my territory i i own it and i, I do whatever okay. I want with it we have one song that that i didn't but other than that every song that we have um i i do that and then i i kind of you know I, I i mentioned before we you know started the interview like i, I mentioned black metal like for me i think the, the main piece of black metal that i think hits on us is with the vocals because okay. i i i'm into um i really really like cradle of filth one of my favorite bands so i, I like cradle of filth and and dimmu Borgir and 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 uh uh behemoth and gorgoroth and stuff like that so like i satiricon is the only one i like so like I, I i so i depending on the song like i'll apply that type of vocals to it which uh-huh. is like in bats that's what i did did in, in bats so um so it's just it just depends on the song because we have songs where there's a lot of that, and then there's other songs where there's none of it at all. So your approach to uh, "Flowers from Mars," how is that different from Bats? Um, when I when I went to do "Flowers from Mars," that was more uh, I don't know for lack of a better word, like I I, I especially with not, it's coincidental, but that it has Mars in it. But I felt like it was spacey for for yeah a lack of a better descriptive word. So when I when I tried to come up with that, I, I tried to hit it with something that was going to flow in that manner. Cool. That's so clever. So we're going to play that, and let's see if those that are listening will get that from you. Because what's cool with me with this, like, I, I have no idea where songwriters are coming from when I hear their music, in this podcast especially. So I listen to it through a certain prism. Okay. Mm. Now I get to listen to it through the prism that you want me to listen to it. From. Right. Does that make sense? It does. It's but, I, I find it interesting too, because sometimes like somebody will come up. I mean, it, I find it sort of cool. Like somebody will say, Oh, I really love, you know, whatever song. And yeah. they'll try to say, Oh yeah, it, it means this thing or that thing. And it, in my mind, it doesn't mean any of that. That's if, so if funny. You, if, if you interpret it that way and it, that, you know, means something for you. That's great. One of one of my sponsors is a book called Two Years After Forever," and uh, 
my brother is the author of the book. And in the commercial, I say, I said, so I've got this book that my, uh, my brother's book. And I was talking to a friend about my brother's book. And then later in the conversation, I said, my brother's book that he wrote. And she says, oh, wait a minute. What do you, what do you mean? You said my brother's book. I thought it was a book your brother had that you borrowed. Three words, man. Three words. Yeah, my yeah. brother's book. Two entirely different interpretations. Well, the, the the biggest thing like that is just texting. You know, texting people. You know. That, oh my God! How many times? Wait, how many times this week have you been in trouble by somebody reading a text the wrong yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and again, it's just it's just how you structure the word. You know, which word comes before the other one can change or you know can can get the point across or be completely different. You know, it's. And then, and then you get an old guy like me who doesn't accidentally, or he doesn't really realize that he's doing it in all caps. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you yelling? Why, Why are, are you yelling? yelling? <laughs> exactly. Why are you yelling at me? What are you talking about? I just said, how was your day? <laughs> all right. Sorry, off on a tangent. So the next song we're going to listen to with Darling Dead, the song is called Destroy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is uh, Flowers from Mars, Darling Dead from Orlando, Florida, on the Music of America podcast.
Flowers from Mars, Darling Dead, and I'm Tom Pollard. I'm your host here on the Music of America podcast. We're going to get back and talk to the Darling Dead in a moment. B. Normus Productions have been producing and recording music and videos for over 20 years. After years as a performer, the owner, Van Verhoeven, decided to get back into that which he really loved the most, and that's production. After tutelage under Jordan Valeria, he opened his own place in Milliken, Colorado. High-end instruments and high-end tools are on hand to make your sound compete with your favorite records. He has one goal in mind, for you to look and sound as professional as possible. So go make some videos, go make some records with B. Normus Productions. They're on Facebook, or you can check them out on their website at bnormusproductions.com. Guys, I wanted to talk to you about the whole production process, the recording process with your music. When you go, when you go in and, and do your recording, to get into character, do you still put on makeup or do you just show up in street clothes and, and whatnot? Uh, with recording, no, not, not necessarily. It, 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 well, I take that back. I was going to say that it, unless we're going someplace, we did when we filmed the the flowers from Mars video. Yeah. We actually filmed that on a Saturday in, in Los Angeles. We filmed it in Van Nuys, California. Yeah. And um, we went after we finished the video, we went to there's a, a goth club in, in uh, L.A. called Bar Sinister. We're actually playing there in January. Um, but we went there. And then a- after that, we went to an after hours bondage club. So like, we, <laughs> for there, we went straight straight away from the from the video, looking like we did in the video to, to do all that. So, I mean, and that kind of thing. But if it's just like, OK, yeah, hey, what, what are we doing today? We're going to go record then uh, not not necessarily for that but there's something going on afterwards yeah for sure have fun so uh i'm i'm picturing driving my kids when they were younger taking them to disney or disney world or whatever and i pass your van and you guys look over and you're wearing the white makeup and the dark (laughs) beard and the mascara and eyeshadow and stuff and you have this very dark look. You guys have a lot of tats, right? And my kids are like, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh I, I, is that kind of a thing you look for? Does that mean you're doing you're you're reaching an audience or or not an audience, you're reaching a reaction that you want to get? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, like we're we're definitely not the type of band that's um you know that if you're you're sad you know because your dog died you're not yeah. necessarily gonna li- listen to us and look for something that's gonna make you feel better so um i mean like our our whole approach is to do things that are in the darker side of life and like sometimes lyrically and and i, and I get it like i from even me as a, as a music fan sometimes i listen to bands and even though i'm a singer i will listen to the song and I, i'll take the the feeling of the words and, and not concentrate as much as what they're saying but um but we do we have some songs that are pretty warped lyrically yeah so, um and, and i mean i i, I like that like I, I i sometimes i joke i say i like the idea of having um uh songs that will give small children nightmares uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the um uh either either of your clutch will go with you first what is the uh and i hate to use this word but i'm going to use this word the most extravagant or bizarre thing you've either done or you've seen one of your bandmates do 
with Darling Dead on stage or in a performance or in a video? Oh, geez. Uh, again, I'm I'm kind of the, the new guy, so I, I've got a very limited uh, recollection on that. But I, I did hear a story about how when uh, I think, yeah, when, I think you were in uh, at Mannequins or whatever, where you're playing F and Destroy and the owner or I, I I'm, I'm butchering this, but uh, but the story I heard is that that uh, Brandy was using the F word quite a few, quite a, quite a lot on stage. Yeah. And, uh, and you tell me if this is true, Brandy, but uh, then the owner was upset that you were using the F word. And then right after that, the next song was F and destroyed. It's like, Oh boy. Well, <laughs> yeah. 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 Problem with, with you talking on stage, then this is going to be a good time right now. So that's <laughs> yeah. Somebody, I don't know whether that's true because he never said anything to me directly. Okay. I heard that. Okay. It was like somebody made up the story or if it yeah, is. Gosh, it's hilarious, man. I well, love it. We'll, we'll pretend it's real. Cause yeah, that, that's just too funny. And that, that's that upset about how hey. you were speaking. And then it's like, well, guess next, next up is. <laughs> I, I had a, when I was a teenager, I, I played a show. Yeah. It was like one of the first bands I ever played in. And they made us sign a contract that we wouldn't use profanity. Uh-huh. And I got on there and started telling people to fuck off. Like right away. <laughs> So like they, of course they said you know you can't come back here. It's like all right, fuck you. We want to play here anyways. So um, or, or where where do I sign the effing thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. How about you, Brandy? What the? What's the? I mean, that's that's. I mean, how do you top that? <laughs> <laughs> that's so hilarious. So, um, have you done? Well, earlier earlier, hang on. We were talking about like lights, and I wanted to bring this up, and I forgot, and I want to bring it up now. Have you ever brought pyro into your shows? It's it's hard, uh, yeah. especially now, because nobody wants you to do it. I mean, if you're like you see bands do it in arenas where you know the ceiling's fifty foot high or whatever, but like yeah. to do that in a club setting, nobody wants to allow you to do it. I, I would love to do it, um, but I mean, I the thing it was a uh, great white. I think like right. a bunch of people died right. in a club fire, so um, yeah, it's really hard to do that. I I, I although. I do love the idea of doing it. I mean, that's that the great white. That's exactly where I was going with this because great white used a lot of pyro and, <laughs> and when watching you guys or, or listening to you guys and, and meeting you guys tonight, I could see that being a big part of your show. If it was allowed, <laughs> I just don't see it anymore. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we had talked about having like some candelabras and different things on stage, but, but using like, those realistic looking fake candles, you know, cause yeah, I mean the, the, the fire issue is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I grew up as a kid reading Marvel comics, but I also read DC comics. So in my family, we had our favorite Marvel guy. I collected X-Men. All right. And we had our favorite DC comics and I was Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got tired of it. So I went to Green Lantern and Green Arrow. But then when I became an adult and the Christian Bale Batman movies, I like them so much better than all the other Batman oh, movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Batman and Begins is my favorite for sure. Which one? Batman Begins? Batman Begins, yeah. And when I saw the song Bats, when as soon as I saw the word Bats, I think of that scene when he's just standing there and he's surrounded. It, it might be uh, Batman three. I'm not sure. He's just surrounded by these bats just flying around, and he's just he's just standing there. It's like I am one with you, you know. 
that's the image I got just by seeing a title of a song named Bats. So tell me about the song Bats and uh, and what imagery you're trying to evoke there. Yeah, the, the, now we got one. I actually wrote the lyrics for this one. Oh, so, did you? Cool. All yeah. Right. So, um, so the where I was going with the song, and this is something that 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 I like. I think I, I I'm big into kind of trying to psychoanalyze situations and people and and how like the human mind works. Yeah. And you know, you you obviously you have people that exist in the world that they do horrible things but everybody has horrible thoughts it's just yeah. that you in within your mind you realize hey this is not something that that you do so in that song i kind of took a, a bad thought and transposed that into a story so um that that it's i kind of like did it in a way where like somebody can try to interpret it although again as i mentioned earlier sometimes will people somebody will listen to something and interpret it in like some thing from left field compared to what was ever in my mind when it, when yeah. I wrote, but the it's, the song is about somebody that is, is a serial killer and they're either completely psychotic and just doing things and they hear voices and think they're doing it or, or they're being influenced by demonic possession. So it, it, that's where I was going with it. Is it's because in the in the in the song, the person th throughout the, the the you know from the beginning to the end of the song, the person kills people, and in the end, they kill they kill themselves. Like the it's a, the what are the the end lyrics is uh, the time has come for this to end. Your own demise. The last line of the song says, "Your own demise will be your final thrill." Wow. So a love song is what you're saying, right? Yes, yes, very much. <laughs> Clutch, when 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 you get a song like that, and and Brandy says, and run through it once because you've never heard it before, and mm. right, and he yeah. runs through it once, and you hear the lyrics, you hear the power behind a song like Bats. Does that inspire you to write, a, or, or play a certain riff a certain way, or to add elements to the song that you? Or do you just let it go and say this is perfect as it is? How does how well does again with, with bats? You know, bats was already written when I joined, but but yeah, I mean, it definitely, you know, and again, like the first hundred or two hundred times that I hear, I'm really focused on the guitar, you know, trying yeah. to trying to get that. But through that process, you know, I'll hear little things in the guitar, or I'll, I'll add just you know maybe a maybe an upstroke or you know just a, a couple little hits, really you know here and there that. To me, change it, you know, change it just slightly that most people won't notice. But for me, it's just, you know, and and just that and that little bit of finesse to, to certain spots. But um, but yeah, I mean, when I do hear the lyrics that like we talked about earlier, that that makes it even better for me. It's like it's like almost like hearing a new song. And, you know, yeah, or, yeah. You know, it's like, OK, I got the guitar. Now I can kind of relax and listen to what's going on, you know, outside of that. And it's. Yeah, and it's like it's like brand new thing to me. So yeah, we we have a song called "Images of the Convent," and it's on our, our last album. And um, you know, it was a recorded. So song I, I, don't, I don't mean to be clock. laughing. I don't mean to be laughing, but I was raised Catholic, so "Images of a oh, Convent." Yeah. <laughs> so it's the song was written long, long before Clutch was in the band. But like when he came in the band, there's an intro section, and it had this little guitar part, and he did this thing where he changed it, and we actually play it that way live now. Cause it sounded cool. So, oh yeah, 
Yeah, it's it's the same riff. It's just I'm adding like one or two little notes, you know, in between. So instead of it just kind of hanging on one note, I just add two in between it. Yeah, it's very slight, but yeah, it's just I try I try to try to add little things if I if I can, you know. <laughs> so that's but that's cool. I mean, I talked to a lot of country musicians on this podcast, and somebody told me that in in Nashville, I think it is that uh, there's a phrase that says a word is a third. So if you just add one word to a song you're entitled to a third of the yeah royalties <laughs> that bizarre? well yeah i didn't think of that but yeah we, we might need to talk after this brand sorry brandy sorry brandy i mean to bring business i want, I want a writing it. credit now no. yeah but we, we, I've, I've got like a, a a short story on that we we when flowers to mars when we recorded flowers from mars yeah there was a line in the song that johnny wanted to change and it was kind of like he had three things that and he came up with all three. So it was like, okay, here's choice one, choice two, choice three. So we ended up going, I think, with the third choice or whatever. And there was somebody that was present in the studio when we, we did this, and we ended up using the third one, which was the one that they liked. And said person uh said that they should get writing credit afterwards. Like, uh, no. Oh. No. Shit. Oh, Shut up. <laughs> you know, don't you want to just, just, just say, just shut up. All right. Just yes. Shut up. Yes. Yes. Wow. That's something. So back to bats. This is the next song we're going to hear. Um, you wrote this one, Brandy mm -hmm. and the other two Johnny wrote. So how does Johnny react when you say, Hey, I got one. Is he like immediately receptive or does he want to tweak it or. Oh, no, no, no. Like he, he pretty much, honestly, even when, cause, um, when he writes a song and he gives it to me to do the vocals, he yeah. kind of like just gives it to me and I do my own thing. So like, I mean, I, so what do you think of this or that? But like, he, he, he doesn't try to say, why don't you do this thing or do it this way or that way? And like, kind of tear apart what I do. Yeah. So, that's cool. um, so yeah, when I, when I bring in something, you know, I, it, it's, he, he lets it roll. And Johnny's not on the show. And Johnny's not on the show today, so I'm not dissing you, dude. I just uh, I just wanted a different insight into this, you know. So yeah, yeah. He's he's even like he's he's big. He he likes to get opinions on stuff. I know okay, he just cool. sent something a, a new song he's working on. He played it for me, and he I know he sent it to Clutch to add something, you know, guitar wise to it or whatever. But he's uh. Because he's very, we're we're kind of in the process of getting all our songs together for our next album now, and um, so he's he's big on that. It, it, like, give me give me an honest opinion. Like he 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 wants yeah. he doesn't he wants to know. Do you think this is really good, or are you saying it's good and you think it's half assed? So uh -huh. which is great yeah. because I mean yeah. we want to put out half assed songs. So well, yeah, this song I, this song is not half assed. We're gonna play it right now. Okay, <laughs> yeah. this is. This is Darling Dead, and the song is called Bats.
bats, and I can't stop thinking about Batman when I hear that song. And I'm sorry, I just I, I, it's one of my favorite iconic movie uh, genres, I guess, or genre or, or franchises. Franchises is the word I'm thinking of. So we're with uh, Darling Dead, BK and Clutch, and we're going to wrap up with this last section of our show called Shameless Self Promotion. So. Brandy, why don't you tell us about uh, shows that are coming up, where we can find your merch, what kind of merch you got available, where we can buy it, where we can buy your music, how we can support you and keep you guys going. All right. So we got right now, which is kind of all over the place, but in October, we're playing uh, Los Angeles with 45 Grave. Um, We're playing in San Diego, Los Angeles, Friday, October 13th, playing San Diego, Saturday, October 14th. Um, and we are playing in Miami on, I think it's a Friday, Friday, October 27th, I believe it is. And then, um, we are, we're working on doing a, a little run in the West coast in January. Like we, we have a, a firm booking in, in Los Angeles in January and tentative shows in Las Vegas and Sacramento. And we're looking at trying to do shows in Phoenix, Oakland and San Diego, I believe. Wow. Clutch, you ready for a road trip, man? Yeah. Well, I've, I've got one flight booked, so <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're working on the other ones. So. Have you traveled before? Have you traveled with bands you've been in the past? Uh, no. So, again, like uh, being in a full working band is is uh, relatively new for me as well. So, but, uh, yeah, I mean. That's cool, man. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, and I, I've got a pretty – compact let's say uh, a setup you know so it's, it's just a pedal board and my guitar i can really kind of just i can walk in with a backpack i don't need to you know lug a bunch of gear around so there you go yeah okay brandy where else uh, how can we support you uh how do how do we help monetize uh, darling dead do we buy your music do we buy cds do we buy t-shirts? give us your money give us your money <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, you, you can get uh, see the, the, our our last album, Hollywood's Most Hated. You can get that. It was on Amazon, but I, I think I think it's they're out of copies there. You can, but you can get it on our website if you wanted to get a physical CD uh-huh. and you know downloads. You can get downloads all over the internet, including our website, and um, you know you can stream us all day, so we can get point zero zero four cents per song. And um, <laughs> we, we've got uh, we've got merch on our on our website um but we're working on some new stuff uh with the the considering we're trying to get our album our next album is going to be called black autumn core and we're trying to get that to release for those january dates in the west cool so um so we're working on on merch so we can have like for that and for also for these shows in october um and I, I think we are probably going to try and do, we, it's not something that's going yet, but I think we're going to try and do a crowdfunding campaign for a music video. Oh, that's um, a neat idea. That's a really neat idea. Come back next season and we'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Gentlemen, thank you. Darling Dead from Orlando, Florida have been our guests today on the Music of America podcast. Up next, we're going to Davie, Florida. And we're going to meet Pam Jackson. That's Jackson with an X. Pam Jackson tomorrow from Davie, Florida on the Music of America podcast. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, 
please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.